Peace to the goddesses, peace to the gods. This is your guy, God with many visions. And this is another wonderful episode of my podcast, Convos with Living Legends. And today, I have a very, very special guest. This is someone I truly appreciate. I cherish and adore my offspring, the only daughter that I have, Samaya Michelle. How you doing today, my love? I'm doing I'm doing good. How are you? I'm all right. Why are you laughing, baby? Because <laughs> I'm here look Well, you've never been introduced like that before? Nah. Well, I listen. Well, it's the first time for everything, my love. Yeah, that's definitely true. It's the first time for everything. And, you know, I'm so grateful that you're on the podcast because today is a very, um, this topic is a very touchy and a dicey topic. You know, this is a topic that hits home for a lot of homes, a lot of households. And um, basically what we're going to be speaking on is me as a parent and you as a, my child, what we will be doing today is just literally, I'll just be asking you questions and speaking on a specific um, situation, a very situation, um, a situation that we're not proud of that happened and how we can avoid certain situations. So literally I'm just going to be asking you questions as a parent. So other parents can know how we can protect you guys as our children. Are you ready, my love? Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, as you already know, this is my daughter, Samaya Michelle as well. She's a very creative young lady, straight A student. And, you know, she means the world to me. Um, March 16th, a very strong, um, unfortunate situation happened to my daughter. And I must say, I am so proud of her for her to be brave enough for her to come on the podcast and speak on it. Um, and, um, Maya, can you, however you want to speak on this situation, um, feel free. Go ahead, my love. Um, like, in what term, like, how you want me to... Well, you can speak on it any way, you know, however, like, okay, a situation happened to my daughter on March 16th, in which my daughter was physically attacked, and um, this this situation has scarred not only, not only my daughter, but it has scarred me as well as her mother, and um, this, is a, this is a situation we never thought would ever happen, so... It took place back, um, not too long ago, March sixteenth. When that when that situation occurred, how was you feeling, my love? Um, at the time, I was yeah. like devastated, uh, mostly in shock, because I only seen things like that in movies and stuff, you know. So I never, and... I didn't think that would happen to me. When it did, I like I felt for a lot of people who had stories like that and to- talk to me about stuff like that. Well, you see, you know, one thing I must say, um, when I got the news from your mother, um, I felt like my whole world crumbled due to the fact that I immediately took some blame for this situation happening to you because I felt like I didn't protect you. I felt like I wasn't there to protect you. I felt like so many things because the first thing I thought was before 
you was physically attacked, your mental and your spiritual part of you was attacked before the physical part. And the reason why I use the spiritual and the mental part is, spiritually speaking, when you know something of this magnitude is about to happen to you, you have to mentally tell yourself that you have to accept this situation and there's nothing you can do about it. Because I can only imagine how you felt helpless at that moment in time. And, you know, you know, as your father, this situation for me would never go away, which I feel like I need therapy for. Not only you, that you need therapy, I feel like we all need therapy because even though me and your mother wasn't there with you in the physical to protect you, but as our child, you are a, you are a part of us, you know, so for that to happen to you, you know, is as if it happened to us, even though we weren't there, but we I feel like it happened to me. I can't speak for your mother and in this, you know, but for me, I felt like I was attacked because my child was attacked. So like what I would ask you is as a child, right? Uh, what advice would you give parents in how to protect their children? So with situations like that, it could be avoided or if it does happen, if it can't be avoided, what can we do as parents to help you guys get better or feel protected? Um, like, I mean, I would say be patient with your kids. Like, if they need a ride, just give them the ride. Because, like, later on, you just ask yourself, like, does it matter in the future? Like, will this affect me in a bad way in the future? You know? And... Even if that, like, did happen to your kid, just be patient with them because they don't know how to feel, at, like, right then and there. They don't know how, sometimes they don't know how to move on from that, like, right away. And that is, that is so true. What I, what I would ask you is that what I, I, I'm glad I was able to tell the people is that you being a straight A student and a creative, by the way, my daughter's an author. So this is huge and she's only 15. So for such a creative young lady to not be accomplished, you know, to be accomplished in that manner, like where did you get your resolve? Because one thing I must say, I'm proud of you because when the situation happened, you found a way to dig deep and put it out there in social media to catch the perpetrator. What did you feel gave you that bravery to do that, to um, warn others to be careful of situations like that? Um, just the fact that I didn't want it to happen to anybody else. Because I didn't want someone like that to get away with a crime so serious. And I think about my family members, too, and, like, just people I know. I wouldn't want them to go through what I did. And for those who, who's been on the check-in, when I say my daughter was physically attacked, it's like the hardcore four-letter R word, the word rape. And that is what happened to my daughter. And I look at that word so negatively because it hit my home. 
as a father, as a as a parent. So what advice could you give parents who've had their children experience such a situation and not only being patient with you, but what are some things would you advise parents to do with their child besides being patient, being kind and gentle, and even giving that child grace? What are some other things would you tell parents? Um, I would avoid any neg- negativity because... Or, like, blame, definitely, because it's never your fault if that if something like that happens to you. So, like, I wouldn't put any type of blame on that child and make them feel like it's their fault in any way. You know, a negativity, that could cause, like, a, a feeling where you feel like you're alone, like, you need love in a time like that, not negativity. That like that's the last thing you need. So it's like you gotta put, you kind of gotta pause life for a second and just try to focus on that child's mental health or like well being. What I would ask you, Maya, is with with this situation, how do you feel this situation has changed you? as a child and do you feel like with this situation you have to grow up even like that you feel like you have to advance your growth as a child quicker than usual oh yeah i would say that now because like i don't have that thought where not everyone's bad you know i kind of like look at everyone suspicious now just because of that and you shouldn't think of like you shouldn't think like that uh, at such a young age because you're not like you shouldn't be going through stuff like that especially at a young age so for me now I have to be more cautious instead of like just enjoying being a teenager well, you see, as your father, what I ask you is, what can I do as your father to make life much more easier for you? As Because it's not like I can rewind the situation, like actually take a remote control and rewind the situation and remove this guy out your life. I can't do that. So what can I do as your father to make life so much easier for you, you know, with all this this trauma that you had to experience? Um, I would say there's, like, anything you can do because, like, you're not doing anything wrong. Um, But if I, like, let's say I want to talk, um, like, just be open ears, you know? Like, because not, like, I wouldn't, I don't really talk about it, like, a lot, you know? Sure. You see how we refer it to, we refer it to as March 16th because I don't like to, you know, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but you see, I try not to use that, that R word because it's such a negative. It is. Okay. The negative connotation is supposed to be associated with that word. It's just that I feel like it's such a dirty word to associate it with my daughter. So I try not to say, but like, 
that's why I mean you referred to as March sixteenth because that is such a hard. Like I will never forget that day. You know, and at the time that the situation happened to you, like first and foremost, baby, you don't know how how proud I am for you to come on my platform and speak on this so we can warn others, warn other parents, other children, if there's any way they can to avoid these situations. Like, what would you tell children? Because the way this situation happened to you was very foul. What would you tell children of your age in a situation like that? What can they do to avoid something like this happening to them? Well, first off, like, I'm, I'm going to say, like, I don't think there was anything that I could have done to avoid that situation. Only because, like, there was a weapon involved. So, like, that puts a lot of fear in everyone's conscience. So, like, right then, like, people have fight-or-flight responses. My my response was, like, flight or, like, fight because I didn't know what to do. So, automatically, I just started, like, panicking. Um, that made the the guy that made him mad. And, like, I didn't want anything to happen to me. Like, I didn't want to die at that moment. I didn't want to die. So, um, I kind of, like, befriended that, like, befriended the person. Like, I just did, you know? So, and <laughs> you know what, what pained me is you see what you said? You told me the same thing the day of the situation, later on that day. And, what what was so mind boggling to me to see how mature you were, how mature you are as of as a young teenage, young teenage woman, to even have that thought process because, you know, some folks they would run away, and like you had told me, if you had ran away and if he caught up to you, he would have got mad and could have made the situation worse. So yeah. all, all you can think of at that moment is time is what could you do, to kind of you know, kind of tell him to let the situation be. But then it's like, and like you said, that's the perfect response you, you gave me that. How can you tell, what advice can you really give someone when they are being accosted at that moment in time? But isn't it, isn't it, would you, would you say like, if you was in a situation where you had to walk to school, would you walk to school by yourself ever again? Oh yeah, definitely not. Only uh, I only walked by myself that day, cause I like I don't really I didn't really have that many friends or whatever, and not many people live in the area I lived in. So, like that was just kind of a convenience thing. Yeah, no I think that was convenient for him in the sense for him to attack. You know, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, and it was inconvenient for you because. You was, yeah, You, it's safe to say where you live at is kind of far from your school. Oh, it is far. Yeah, it is. It definitely, yeah. Yeah, looking at, yeah, you're right. It is far. So, Lord, I wish I can take that day away from, you know, remove it from your whole aura, you know, but I cannot do it. Like, what are, what are some, because I know some days you have good days, some days you have bad days. Like, 
what are the differences you feel between the good days and the bad days from this situation? Um, good days is like when I like go places and hang out with people that like actually love me because that like it doesn't take away the fact that that happened, but it like distracts me in a way. And bad days, that's like if there's problems at home or like I'm just by myself, just thinking about the situation because. Those, those thoughts never leave your mind. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I must say I am proud of you because despite you having your good, your bad days, you still find a way to persevere. And, like, I did ask you one time, I said, I always said, if you ever feel that you want to, like, you want to harm yourself, what did I tell you? call you exactly you know if you see you can't get through me text me if you see you can't the text is not getting through call someone you know who loves you you know what i mean because i can't afford to lose you you know like you know all i could say from that day is i am so grateful that the universe the lord they allowed you to stay alive you know that this this bozo, this bastard didn't kill you. Another thing I'm so grateful is that he did not impregnate you. You know, he you know, he he didn't he didn't transmit any disease to you. So I am grateful for that. Despite the situation happened, I am grateful that these situ these other situations did not happen to you. I know, like you just said this is a thought that will never leave your mind because you're forever scarred. But as your father, I will continue to give you and provide you with any necessary tools you need to heal from this, this situation. How would you say therapy has been for you? Like, wow, to to help you deal with this situation. How helpful has it been for you? Well, I would say it's been pretty helpful. Um, they're basically the ones who helped me like get diagnosed on like my mental health and like prescribe me with medication to um help with those things so and like just talking about it it's better than keeping it in that's why i'm so proud i'm so at first i was shocked when i when i had brought the idea to you for you to come on my podcast you said yeah um, like I'm still flabbergasted that you even on my podcast to even speak on this. Like, I know there's so much things you want to do to warn people, especially young women, about these situations. Like, I know there's some projects you want to work on. What are some of the projects? Do you want to share with the people some of the projects you want to work on to kind of put you know put it out there about the evils of of the R word. Uh, I do want to write a book about it. Um, I'm going to work on that soon, actually. Um, probably about the whole situation itself and just maybe like tips or experiences, etc. Man, you don't know how proud I am of you, my love. And trust and believe. 
this project you're working on, I will be glad to help you to publish it so we could put it out there and speak on it, you know, because I feel like you're so brave and I feel like you'll be a spokeswoman to help others. I know there was a time you said you wanted to be like, like an investigative like an investigative um, detective and things of that nature. Those, those are things you would still like to do, or you just want to be in the realm of helping other women to to overcome these situations. Um, I do want to be a detective, but I can definitely the things like that that can be done for free, like free willingly. Like, okay. People like if someone wants to talk, I'm always here to talk. Like that doesn't have to be a job for me. That could just be a part of me, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. So with you saying that, like, where do you see yourself as the young, shining teenage woman that you are? What do you see yourself five, ten years from now as you continue to evolve, continue to mature, and become, continue to go towards your womanhood? Um, hopefully stronger than I already am. Um, like, wealthy, I'll get my job. Well, I'll have a job already, but, you know. Um, successful. Um, taking classes for, like, in crime and stuff for like to be a detective um, and just happy hopefully like way better than I am now less days and more good days well one thing's for sure my love I can promise you you're going to have much more good days than bad days because my job my intent as your father is to continue to aid you in any way possible that you need me to you know to lean on your father for me to help you. But at the same token, I feel that I need therapy. Wouldn't you do, don't you feel that the parents need therapy as well? Yeah. Cause just knowing that you couldn't be there to like help or any of that, like it's something happening like against, like you couldn't change it. Like it's not your fault at all, but you'll still feel like that because like, that's your kid, you know? You're supposed to be there for them, like, at all times. So a lot of, like, parents blame themselves, but it's definitely not not their fault. And it's traumatic that a, something that you created was hurt by another person that you don't even know. Well, what I would ask you, my love, is... Say, for example, we have children your age or younger who's actually listened to this episode or even children older than you or, you know, grown women and, and men. This is not only that this is not advice only for for women, but for also men, because men, this situations like that happen to men as well. What would you tell people who've experienced rape, being raped? What would you what would you love to tell them at this moment? And what advice would you like to share with them at this moment? Um, we're not victims, we're survivors. And um, I don't think you should let one or like, no, however many times, I don't think you should let a situation like that 
affect or determine the whole rest of our lives. Because you can, you can get to the healing process. You might not ever heal from it, but you can definitely get better and just become stronger in the end, you know? You know, like for me as your father, I'd be trying to be so strong for you. But there's days, like you say, how you have good days and bad days. There's times I feel like I'm an actor because, you know, like as you as you know, I'm currently traveling to work. And if I feel like I have to put a front that I'm happy. But deep down inside, I am not happy. Like deep down inside, I'm hurting. Like, I don't know how I... Like I was telling my business partner the other day, I don't know how I'm standing because Mark 16th has marked me. And even when I crack a smile, I crack a smile to stop from crying. You see, as we speak, I'm wiping tears away because I don't know how I'm, I don't know how I'm talking so straight with you and my voice is not cracking. I'm not crying out right now because just talking to you and you experience that, you know, if my whole world, I don't know how, I know I did not experience that, but I don't know how I would get over this situation. I think I might never get over this situation because you're my baby girl. You know, I seen you come out the womb. You know, I still have this picture of you as my little girl. So to know this happened to my little girl, this is, this is a situation I don't think I can ever, ever get over. And I know as much as you need healing, I need healing too. And I even, I'm even thinking of seeing if me and you can see a therapist together because this is such a tough situation. And like you said, you guys are not victims. You are survivors. And as a father, as a, as a brother, as a man, you know, as a man of so many things, I my heart just goes out to you guys because none of you guys deserve this to happen. None of you guys deserve your freedoms to be taken away from you because when a situation like this happens, you are abused not only physically, but mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and psychologically. All these parameters all these avenues are being violated <clears throat> i don't care what anybody says if you have raped someone or you intend to rape someone go kill your motherfucking self you do not deserve to live especially if it's a young woman a young man or fuck all that a child you do not deserve to exist your existence is meaningless and I said that, and I will not take that back. My love, what are some last things you would like to tell the people? And first off, I have to tell you, thank you so much for coming on this platform, for gracing me with your presence to speak on such a tough topic. You don't know how proud I am of you, of your bravery. And I'm, I'm forever going to have you on a pedestal because you're my child, and I need you to be greater than me because it's... I will not take anything less than that. You cannot be worse than me. You have to be greater than me. And I won't take nothing I won't take nothing less than that. 
what's this one last thing you'd like to share with the people? Um, I, I mean, I, I know I don't like talk a lot or whatever, like, um, very few of words, but I hope some, like, I hope a couple of people or like many people get like something out of this, you know, because it is a hard topic to speak on and it's just a sensitive topic in general and it shouldn't be taken lightly. So, like, like you said, my heart goes out to survivors of rape. Man, I must say, love, I love you with my whole heart. I, I appreciate you. I cherish you. Thank you so much for coming in on the check-in for us to speak on such a delicate topic. But nonetheless, I hope this serves someone well, whether a parent or whether a child, whatever you are, whoever you are, and you're, you are a survivor of such a situation. We just want to let you know that we love you. We hope that you heal. You find the peace that you need in your heart. And if anything, feel free to reach out to those that love you. Because I can tell you one thing for sure. Those that love you, they are willing to help you heal and become your greatest self. My love, Samaya, you don't know how much I appreciate you. And is there is there any social media, is anything you would like to share where the people could follow you, reach out to you if, you know, like a young woman or a young child want to reach out to you and talk to you? Um, the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, the Instagram. Do you want to share your TikTok as well? Uh, not nah, a TikTok for for me. The TikTok for me. But you got to give them your Instagram, baby. How they gonna follow you? And they don't want uh, My Instagram is all overcase Samaya Maria Love, no spaces. And that's spelled S A M I Y A H. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is. This is my this is my young queen. She's growing up to be a fine young lady, and I am so proud of her. You know, um, you don't know how much I love you and appreciate you, my love. Thank you for coming on um, my podcast, Convos with Living Legends. And I just want you to know you are a living legend. And what makes you a living legend is your bravery. What makes you a living legend is your resolve. What makes you a living legend is that despite this happening to you, you choose not to allow it to conquer you and for that you you my love are a living legend thank you i love you baby i love you too you know what i mean thank you huge shout out to my daughter samaya maria love michelle for coming in on the check-in you already know this is your guy god with many visions peace to the goddesses peace to the gods this is episode 33 please tell a friend to tell a friend to log in and check it out Till we meet again. Peace.